Greetings, Gruntlings. I'm Nick Jaley, and this is the Pork Rinds Podcast. Joining me all the way from the Sunflower State, a 3,000-foot granite monolith, El Capitan, John Vandervelde. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, friend. How myself? I am doing well. Did you know the reference I was going for there? I, I, I didn't, actually. I, I think it, maybe? Yeah, El Capitan, it's there in Yosemite. Yeah, like yeah. Famous rock face. Is it, yeah. Is it on the plateau? Or the face of a plateau? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, or it, it's just like a, it's a big, I don't want to call it a mountain. It's like a big rock thing on itself. It's cool. It looks cool. Rock thing. Yeah. That's a classification. I'll call my uncle. He's a geologist. We'll, we'll see if that's a thing. Yeah, get him to write into the show. I would really appreciate it. I mean, what's the difference between a big rock thing and a mountain? Please. We'll do that. Oh man, what what have you been up to? Uh, we're recording here over the weekend, so what 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 did you do this weekend? I did a whole lot of nothing. I threw up my back, I think, on Friday, so uh, just been laid up on the couch and in, on the bed for the past two days. You know but, how I know you're old. <laughs> that is some truth. You know how I know I'm tall too. Yeah. Yeah, well, they just maybe someday we'll just have like an episode dedicated to all the things to make tall people's lives better, like kitchen counters and things like that. Almost that, that almost was a consideration for an idea today. No, let's save it. Let's save it. We'll, we'll, we'll both know going in that that is the one idea. and We'll come up with all the solutions that we can. <laughs> all right. Uh, but uh, let's get to our ideas today. Uh, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? How do you want to do this, John? Uh, I'll take first. Let's All get right. this out of the way. So, my idea, um, I'm going to lead off the name. Uh, it's not a solid name, but I, I like it. It's uh, the Doge Tail. Um, okay. I was giving the, uh, the dog a bath today, and doing the normal process of drying her off afterwards, and it takes like three towels. And that's with, like, squeegeeing her fur. Just, like, trying to get all the water out beforehand and then toweling her off. And, uh, yeah, it takes three towels to do that, and they're all sopping wet by the end almost. Or at least aren't soaking up anymore. So my idea is basically it's going to be a, like, network's vein of little tubes that are... uh have holes in them in between two towels and it's going to hook up to your vacuum and dry off your towel as you're drying off the dog. And it's just basically like either pulling the water in, which would have to be maybe like a shop vac or it's um, pushing out air to uh, dry off the towel as you're working it. Cause like I thought about using a hairdryer, but you have to have like, you have to turn off the heat portion or it like the dog kind of like winces away. It's I mean, it's hot. It hurts. I was trying to think of a basically something, but I can't think of a basically something. Hey, that's all right. We're, we're beyond basic here. This is a good idea. I don't know if I fully can visualize your vacuum contraption that you're describing, but I think something close to like a shop vac, but maybe not with quite the sucking power and maybe with a head on the nozzle that's maybe geared towards fur with like a comb or a soft brush. I think you're onto something there. So like what, 
what kind of gave me the idea was that like there is a shop vac attachment used for cleaning keyboards and it um reduces the diameter of the shop vac tube down to like two to three millimeters and if you mm. could do that in like all i can think of is veins for some reason because they branch out ah, branch out <laughs> Uh, in a like branch system where it just goes out throughout the towel that you get like one main line branches out into like side lines and they all have like kind of a corrugation is that the word where there's holes punched and they're all blowing air out to kind of like dry the towel as it goes okay and these are flexible branches yes yes it's I honestly there I was thinking about doing it and you have you can get like it's kind of a plasticky rubber tubing for mm-hmm. like air systems like this and um you can get it all connected together with some pretty good connections and I was thinking just sew two uh towels together around that kind of artery system and then you could just have it go into a two inch like connection that the shop vac tube can go into and blow and as you're kind of like talon off the dog the only problem i could see would be like making sure the blow tubes stay in place right and still work and dogs notoriously don't like vacuums or those loud noises that's true that's true your dog's pretty chill but not yeah. all dogs are pretty chill you could possibly hook it up to an air compressor too yeah those are quiet well that would be that would allow you to have a uh most air compressors in like garage setups or something like that have 100 to 200 feet hoses or something like that maybe not quite that Ooh, much but have that far enough away. to get to yeah enough to get to like the bathroom or the back deck and you can just kind of tell the dog off another reason that houses should have laundry chutes still <laughs> Just run it from the from the garage to the laundry chute down there. Yeah, just add it to the list. Laundry yeah. chutes are incredible. Or you could just rig your house for air compressors all over the place like shops. Is there ideas for, I'm going to build a house one day and these are just things that have to happen with it. That's what this show is. Like I'm just preparing myself for when I want to build a house and what I want in it. Hey, I told you, if I ever own a property, I'm building the secret room hidden by a bookcase that's, like, triggered by, like, a head on a desk. Like, that's just, I'm doing that if it's the last thing I do. Yeah. Okay, so, like, full disclosure for the listeners, your dad's a vet, and they would, you know, clean up dogs there. Mm -hmm. Did they just use a bunch of towels? Yeah. My mom was constantly, like, if if our towels ever got kind of ratty or something, she'd take them there, and she had, like like 30 or so towels and she'd go through all those in a day but they also they had it set up to where they had fans blowing in the kennels of the dog so it'd get you'd use a towel get most of the water off the dog and then just sit them in front of a big fan basically and and, and in your case you're worried about your dog coming on the furniture right after washing her and stuff like that right exactly or just you know going out rolling in the dirt and getting wet again Mm -hmm. because she never wants to roll in the dirt unless she's wet so I always have to try to get her really dry or just wash her when I go outside. And have you ever tried shop vacuuming her? I haven't. I don't think she would like that. She might, but 
Yeah, she's not great with the sound. If you try, like, record it so okay. that we can put it on the social media. But, like, yeah, obviously don't do anything that your dog doesn't like. No, no. But I might I might try to build this contraption, though. Like a little free time, maybe this winter. Just keep this idea stored and just implement it. So that's even the worst time. Because, like, sometimes during the summer you can take her outside and she's dry within five minutes because it's so hot. But the winter you don't want to take her outside when she's wet, so... Having that towel just to dry her off, and you can kind of turn. You could even hook this up to your blow dryer because by the time it got to the towel, it wouldn't be too hot, but it would be kind of warming. Her hair dryer, not blow dryer. I had a hard time with words today, man. I think those are the same thing. Yeah. 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 That's probably true. Uh, I'm not sure though. I I've had long hair for a long time now, and I've I've still never blow dry blow dried it. So. Oh, yeah. No, I only did it one time, maybe. And that was, I mean, I just had a strict rule and I had the long hair and never anything heat related. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know if that just, was anything good, but that was just a rule to have. Yeah, my my hair is pretty tough to tame, so I don't really try to, it, it's almost like a beast where you're like, just just let it be. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it does what it. it does. Yeah. Don't poke the bear. <laughs> Leave the bear alone. Well, great idea. You call it the Doge towel. I, I see what, yeah, playing on the Doge coin mm-hmm, hype mm-hmm. and the Doge meme. I figured you'd like it too. Yeah, many great idea. Um, yeah, I, I would I would buy it. I think that if you do build it and use it, then we can just, we'll put it on our website and we'll sell it. There we go. If you guys go to begonia.fm, go to the merch tab. Maybe it will be there now if you're listening in the far future. Oh, there we go. Well, fundraising. Well, I was about to say, then we donate the money to some like dog spa or something like that. There we go. Yeah. I don't know. Or some, you know, kennel that like cleans dogs or whatever. I think that would be awesome. And then we'll like sell like the patent and stuff and make some real money. But yeah, there we go. The prototype. That's that's where it's at. Yeah. I think that fa- fantastic. This is a eight out of eight idea. All paws Good. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna pause, pause one. All right, we're gonna pause for a quick ad, then we're gonna get back to my idea. This episode is brought to you by Mammoth Coolers. Mammoth makes the best coolers since the Ice Age. Mammoth icebergs are stainless steel reusable drink chillers. Think of them like Space Age ice cubes, built with 18.8 kitchen grade stainless steel and insulated with high-tech thermal gel. They will keep your drink cold up to two hours on a single freeze. The best part is the icebergs won't water down your drink and are completely reusable. All Mammoth products are backed by a lifetime warranty and shipped to the 48 continental United States. Visit mammothcooler.com. That's M-A-M-M-O-T-H-C-O-O-L-E-R.com to order. And use the offer code BEGONIAFM, all one word, at checkout to get 10% off your order. Make sure to use that code to let Mammoth know you came from us. Thanks to Mammoth for sponsoring this episode and all of Begonia FM. All right, John, like our last episode for this episode, I have a call to action. All right. I love them. I'll just, I'll get straight to the point here. I won't dance around it. We need to stop labeling foods like mild, medium, hot, etc. Like everything should be listed using the Scoville scale. And like for those that don't know, the Scoville scale is like a scale expressing the relative 
you know, spice of chili peppers against like pure capsaicin. Yeah, 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 that's, that's correct. Which measures at like 16 million Scoville heat units, which is like death. So, you know, like places like, like, like fried chicken restaurants or like Thai food restaurants, like you go to one Thai restaurant and you get mild and like you're on the toilet for 48 hours. Other places you can go to a Thai restaurant and you can get hot and be totally fine. Like it, it, there's just such a variance in how re- restaurants and places that sell food, even like at the grocery store, like like jars of salsa and things like that, like how they're labeled. It's so unclear. I, I you sold, sold. <laughs> um, no, because I mean, just like you were talking about Thai places, the Thai place here in uh, Overland Park, like it goes like mild, mild plus, medium, medium plus, and then hot hot plus tie hot tie hot plus and like anything over medium like is just just terrible it's like you can't get through eating it but yeah like if i could see a scoville level absolutely yeah or even if it just like stated the pepper that was in there and it's scoville like what caused the heat love it interesting Funny you say that. So what I've done is I've brought three little trivia or comparison questions for you. And I'm going to ask which one has a higher like Scoville heat unit rating okay. for you. A little All bit right. of trivia here. I like this. This is fun. Yeah, I, I'd kind of fun like looking at some different lists here. But for the first one, we got just a jalapeno uh-huh. versus Taco Bell fire sauce. Which do you think is hotter? jalapeno you are correct yeah do you think it's by a lot or a little i want to say probably maybe double Ooh, it's 20 a jalapeno is 20 times hotter 20 times hotter what, what's the scope for the fire sauce 500 500 i was thinking it was maybe 5,000 because i think a jalapeno is 10 isn't it 10 to 12 that is nice wow you know your scoville scale look <laughs> at you no wonder you're on board so quickly you'd be able to look at a menu and be fine i I don't think I exactly understood it very well. They use anything that like uses astronomical numbers for like a jalapeno. It's like you need to chill out your scale. That should be like <laughs> a ten, not a ten thousand. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess I can appreciate there's no decimals involved. I can I can respect. Yeah, there we go, Mr. Scoville. Maybe for, the decimals uh, are that uh, thousand. I don't know. We're 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 not scientists, foodologists, or definitely not neither of those. Neither. Of I don't those. even know if a foodologist is something that you can be. Okay, Tabasco Probably. pepper versus a Serrano pepper. Tabasco. I'm probably wrong on that one. I know oh, Serrano's you're, like. You're correct. Am I really? Okay. Yeah. Is Serrano thirty? I, I I the number that I saw was twenty three. Okay, all right. And then uh, Tabasco's 50. Okay. Nice. Okay. Two for two. Yeah, look at you. You know your Scoville scales. Maybe this is a good sign from from a certain point of review later on. Maybe this hey. is just your day. But yeah, I, I, the Serrano is like that pepper at the store that's like a little bit hotter than like the jalapeno peppers that are always mm-hmm. there. It's a little bit skinnier mm-hmm. uh, jalapeno pepper, basically. And there's some other peppers, too. One was called Devil's Tongue. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'd never heard of it, so I didn't bring it here, but, it, I mean, it was, like, <laughs> 350,000 Scovilles, but it had, like, all these, like, little ripples in it. Yeah. It looked, and it was bright yellow. Oh, yeah. the the hotter they get, the scarier they look. It's ridiculous. 
I think that's like a natural mechanism, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's something Makes there Makes sense. I, like, I believe that. Yeah, with like the Tabasco, I think I was thrown off by like Tabasco sauce. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of like that level of spice, but not like the the pepper. So like when I saw 50,000, I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's tamed down a little bit with some vinegar, I think. All right, and then uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Blazin versus a ghost pepper. I'm going to say ghost pepper. Three for three. You yeah. are correct. Yeah, ghost pepper is at one million. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blazin is at 350,000, which okay. is... Okay. That's no joke. No, that's, that's hot. I mean anything past like fifty, I think, is just miserable, probably. Yeah. Or at least painful. What was the blazing challenge? Was it six wings in thirty minutes? Yeah, yeah. Six I thought it was like six and six. Six wings in six minutes? It's it's not a it's not a long time, I thought. I mean, I wouldn't stretch it out. The yeah, second I'm going in for my do that, yeah. Yeah, the second I'm going in for my first bite, I'm eating those as quickly as possible. And I can take down some wings pretty quickly. And once your mouth is on fire, it's just like move your jaw, get it down, put mm-hmm. your hands on the table, and then like jump in a pool full of cream. Keep that heat to the back of the throat. <laughs> yeah. Just a one-way ticket. Don't even chew. Nope, nope. All right. Well, it sounds like you're fully on board with my idea. and Yeah, I like this. You know your Scoville scale quite well. I can help with this. Yeah, your, your trivia brain is firing on all cylinders, so let's not wait too long here. Let's get to one more ad, and then we'll get back to from a certain point of review. This episode is brought to you by Mammoth Coolers. Mammoth makes professional-grade coolers, drinkware, and more. They are ready for anything from a day at the beach to an extended camping trip and everything in between. Their hard shell cooler line includes the Cruiser 15 cooler. The Cruiser 15 is a low cost, light duty cooler, roto molded and built with all of the features of a heavy duty cooler. Weighing only eight pounds, the Cruiser 15 is light enough to be handled easily on any excursion and with ice retention lasting longer than two days. You'll be prepared for anything your adventure throws your way. All Mammoth coolers are backed by a lifetime warranty and shipped to the 48 continental United States. Visit mammothcooler.com, that's M-A-M-M-O-T-H-C-O-O-L-E-R.com to order. Use the promo code BEGONIAFM, all one word at checkout, to get 10% off your order. Make sure to use that code to let Mammoth know that you came from us. We want to thank Mammoth for sponsoring this episode and all of Begonia FM. It's time for From a Certain Point of Review. Here's how the game works. I'll read three reviews of a random product with each review revealing more clues. After each review I read, I'll give John a chance to guess what the product is. His goal being to correctly guess the product with as little information as possible. A couple disclaimers here. I will use the word blank in the space of a word I think that gives away too much. And I am not responsible for the grammatical errors. I am just bad at reading. Uh, John, are you ready to play? From a certain point of review. Let's do this. Today's mystery product rated 4 out of 5 stars with 7,171 ratings and 1,354 reviews. Category is Tools. First review. 
three stars. Not that great in a pond. In a pond? Like a body of water without an inlet? Correct. Yep, that, that thing. Not, not too great in a pond. Huh. I doubt it, but um, a sump pump? Not not a sub pump. All right. Okay. Next review. Five stars. Works great. I wish the handle was sturdier, but it still works. I tried swapping it with a broom handle, but the screw in part are different sizes. Is it a pool cleaner? I fucking hate you. This <laughs> game is getting less and less fun. Yes. <laughs> I was actually just thinking, I was like, I don't think I've ever gotten it on the second one before. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Yeah, yeah, you you did, you did. But can you be more specific, though? Like one of those uh, vacuums attached to a pole that um, is on, yep. on kind of wheels that you like roll around on the bottom. Vacuum is what I was I, looking I, for, yeah. I go on a, in a lot of backyards. <laughs> All right, well, this... Uh, it's a weird thing uh, to I had one more review. I loved it. It was one star. It. And it was just takes dirt and shoots it through bag. <laughs> <laughs> takes dirt and shoots through the bag there. Yeah. One star. <laughs> one star. Yeah. That's, that's what it does. Yeah. Well, when we were talking about cleaning your dog and everything too, I was like, huh, maybe a pool vacuum would work. And I was like, Nick, don't bring up a pool vacuum. Then you're going to put pool vacuum in John's head. But I guess it wouldn't even have mattered. Nope. I was thinking vacuums today. It's, it's all that was on the mind. I'm going to get really obscure for the next couple of weeks. You've really brought it on yourself now. Well, I figured you were getting a little sub- obscure with this one. Damn. We're going to have like a sweater brooch or something. <laughs> and you're going to have to tell me like what genus of animal the brooch is. <laughs> and what material. It's going to be the one that I actually know. That'd be incredible. You're like, yeah, it's like a gold deer with a sapphire nose, you know? It's like, for Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) You motherfucker! (laughs) I hate you. All right, well, sorry, listeners, that John's getting good at this game. I know it's less fun for you, but we appreciate you listening. If you want to contact us and tell us how great our ideas are, send an email to hello at begonia.fm. Or tweet us at PorkRindsFM. Or you can tweet me at Nick Jaley. And you can tweet John at J.S. Vandervelde. And you can you can write a letter to John. John, you want to give the listeners your address? Absolutely not. Hmm. Well, I guess just write a letter, put his name on it, and let the USPS do, do the rest. Um, all right. Uh, John, who is the fairest of them all? Um... Oh, Cinderella. No. Was it Sleeping Beauty? We're going to go with Sleeping Beauty. Let's do that. Let's Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. I thought you were going to do like a real person.
and all of this talk of editing, like edit the the bunch out and then just leave all this in and be like, what did they edit out? No, I'll probably it's, it's, it's going to probably be all kept in here. Let's be honest, people. You know. Yeah, of course.